Good evening or morning for you, everybody. This is the Irregular Search for Truth. My name's Scott. And I'm Sutton. We're coming out of your internet, and we'll get all over your face with truth. Could get messy. <laughs> yeah, well, anything that gets all over your face is messy. Get a towel. Could anything? Is there anything that gets all over your face that's not messy? Well, like uh, like hot air. Or yeah, like, uh, but like, like you don't say like, oh, well, maybe you do say, oh, I just got a gust of hot air in my face. In yeah. my face, not all over. Not I guess. all over. So like yeah. mist or like fog. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, and that doesn't leave any residue. Or uh, some powdered sugar. Yeah. Okay. Dry goods. Dry goods. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I got grain all over my face. Misted dry goods. Yeah. Usually, though, I think getting something all over your face involves a wetness, and, and that usually requires cleanup. Example, a regular search for truth. Yeah, we're wet. And, and messy. greasy. And messy. Yeah. Oh, boy. All over your face. <laughs> Welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. We just found one. How are you guys doing? You're, we're winning. 1-0. This this episode, we're already being you. Cool, let's just start right in. Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. <laughs> so this is a special irregular search for truth because uh, because we're in the same room again after about six months yes. or more of uh, of not being in the same continent. You're back uh, to visit us in the United States for New Year's and Christmas, and, yep. then, and then bam, off again. Yep. Gall- yeah. Gallivanting. It's a quick turnaround. Which, which brings me to one of my topics. Oh. Coming home. Coming home. Okay, so it was a last-minute decision to come home. Uh, basically, my, my office shut down for the week between Christmas and New Year's, but uh-huh. they didn't make that decision to shut down until about, like, two weeks or less before. It's kind of rude. Yeah, it was a little, like, ah! Especially when, like, you were in the middle of, I mean, not to, like, insult where you're, you're from or, like, you know, where you work, but it's, like, middle of nowhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You know, if like if you're in San Francisco or New York, it's like two weeks off. Cool, I'll just hang out here. And I'll do whatever. You know? Well, I mean, but, I could. There's there's interesting things to do there that that would have been fine. But it was the situation was we already had return tickets here that we were going to change. Right. And it costs money to change those. Right. And so we were like, well, does it cost more to change those and then maybe buy a ticket somewhere else and travel, or just use these and then get return tickets back there? after and it ended up being just about the same price okay, okay. and so uh, and so we were like well let's just go and that decision was made at a very last minute like, that's always fun too yeah yeah it makes it, it more like exciting several days before my plane actually left I was like I'll get on that plane <laughs> it's better than several hours I guess yeah yeah that's true that's true well because if you had let it go till several hours I think your uh, your change the flight fee would be astronomical uh, okay. um but anyway, the the question is, you're coming home for a little less than two weeks, little more than one week. You got a lot of friends in the area, mm. but your family's also in the area, and it's family holidays. How do you divide your time? Do you let everybody know, or you, do you send out a mass email and be like, hey, I'll be home, I want to see everybody, or do you do you just sort of lay low? I think it's a very difficult decision, actually. Uh, a friend of mine, a friend of ours does that, and mm-hmm. I, I think she has a difficult time, because, I mean, she's from that place. Like, you're from the Bay Area, yeah. right? So, like, all your high school friends here, mm-hmm. I mean, a handful of college friends are here, mm-hmm. friends from all after college, just all these people that you've met, right? So, 
and your family, and it's only five days, and Christmas is a holiday for family, right? Yeah. So, maybe you just have a big party, like Scott's back party, and just, like, invite everybody <laughs> to a bar, and then get your ten minutes with everybody. But that's also, that's also, like, one of those things where it's, like, if you're trying to organize stuff like that, your vacation is totally unrelaxing. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess... A, I don't really think that, that family holidays are relaxing. Uh, that's possibly true. It's just like you, it's always about getting somewhere, then spending three days there, and then getting away from there. Mm. You know, like uh, if it's Christmas, like, okay, I'll come in on the 22nd and then be there, and then nobody wants to leave on the 25th, so you live on the 26th. Yeah. And, and then your mom or your dad is like, oh, could you stay longer? It's like, no, I yeah. can't, you know. <laughs> and then, yeah, like all your high school friends, that's when you would go back and see them because you're not necessarily from the area. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you just kind of hope that 50% of people can't actually meet up with you anyway. <laughs> you do it like this, like you did last night. You're like, hey, it's 11.30. You want to get together tomorrow? I'm like, well, you're really... Uh, <laughs> last minute chance here. You're really playing your odds. So that way, you get the best of both worlds. A, you say, hey, like I made the effort because I'm calling you. And B, you can't get together. So it's a whole thing, right? Like... Like, if it's, oh, I gave you plenty of notice, and we had to spend four hours ago, it's like, oh, I didn't really... Yeah. I would have liked credit to meet, but not actually have met. <laughs> I I need that time. That extra four hours is desperately needed. So what you could do is just, and or you can have a get-together. Say, like, invite ten people all to a bar or a restaurant. Yeah. But make that bar or restaurant a place nobody wants to go. Ooh. Ooh, let's all meet in Half Moon Bay. <laughs> really? Half Moon Bay? That's like an hour from here. I love Half Moon Bay. It's so great. Ooh, let's all meet up in Marin City. Marin City? Really? It's like toll on the Golden Gate. There's traffic. I love that restaurant in Marin City. I really want all you guys <laughs> the, to come the and share. Steakhouse? Oh yeah, that's, that's the one. That's the only restaurant I know there. Uh, where there's no rules. Just fun. <laughs> <laughs> and the Bloomin' Onion. Today's um, podcast sponsored by Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> So anyway, I went with the, like, I didn't tell anybody because there was already, there's seven people at my parents' house right now. There you Staying go, that's there. seven that's, birds with one stone. That's like, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. But then the thing is, if you do, like, tell everybody and be like, hey, let's meet here, then, then there are, you know, there's always the, like, oh, well, we should get together, you know. Right. As long as you're still around. I was like, ah, well, that, and that is inevitable. That's like, like, I've seen, you know, family, basically, that, right. since coming back, I don't know eight or nine days ago I've just seen family but even then it's like hey let's get together next Wednesday also like you know of course I want to get together but it's also it's just like a lot of time you know I guess the the real thing is that if you're gonna come back don't just come back for ten days or nine well, days well I mean it's whatever. like you're all the way across the world it's like you got, how long are you to come back for you gotta work also right yeah that's true yeah take a sabbatical yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's got to say no. And then I guess also part of the problem is uh, if you get caught. Yeah. That happened to me once, actually. I was going back down to San Diego where I used to live, and uh, uh, we were just walking down the street, and some friend of mine from work, who I hadn't really talked you know, it's a co-worker from work, so it's a little bit of like, should I really, is this, this guy is definitely like, I mean, I hate, you know, tiering friends, but he's like tier two, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe tier three you know Ooh. just like a friend I would like to see and we just lost a listener I would like to <laughs> see this guy but it's like hey you know we're you know things have moved on it's been a year we were walking down the street he's pulling into the parking lot we're crossing the driveway oh look 
there's Steve. Great. You know, it's like, why didn't you call? I'm like, I only have so much time. You know, it's like, it's only a weekend and there's only so many people I can meet. So, so Steve, you didn't make tier one. Or tier two. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, I think. And, um, and like, you know, if you meet, like, now what we've met, should I mention it? So, oh, yeah, by the way, Scott was in town. What? Scott was in town? No, you, you get free reign. It's, it's cool. Rude. <laughs> it's good. It's good. But anyway, that's a, uh, that's what I was sort of dealing with. I decided just not to tell anybody. And I thought, well, if I do run into people, then I can hang out with them. It's but, like a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't want to be, like, secretive. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm not telling anybody. It was just sort of like, you know what, I'm too busy, I'm not going to... I used, to, I think uh, in our family, we used to, when I was younger, we would, you know, relatives would come and visit the Bay Area or San Francisco, but it's mm-hmm. like, we're not actually in San Francisco, we're 40 miles from San Francisco. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm in for a business meeting, and then I'm right out. It's like, oh, you should come visit. It's like, that's going to, that's another six hours that, like, yeah. I, I honestly don't have, you know. So, like, I've made an effort, and I, I could, in retrospect, I know their annoyance with us, only because, I mean, we wanted to get together, of course, right? right. But it's like... Now, it's just like, you know, if you have time, that's fine. I understand. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been there myself, and it's just, I guess it's doing to others, right? And it's like, I don't really want to put pressure on you. If you want to meet up, if you can meet up, yeah. great. I'll just trust that you actually want to. Yeah. And that's good enough, I suppose. Well, I'm here. All right. <laughs> Glad to have you. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's good to be in a cold country where the humidity is not, like, 80%. <laughs> And uh, and I really enjoyed my last few days. The uh, change of pace, anyway, around, right? Around. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like it. Um. Anyway, it's New Year's. Yeah, I I, I would sing that song, but <clears throat> I'm not very good. We maybe I could spur interspice some. Uh, some of that song. Old Lang Syne. That was the new version. That was the one the kids listened to. Um, any New Year's resolutions? No. No, I don't usually do those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing just fine. You don't need resolutions. I'm pretty awesome. Right as on. it is. Right right on. How's it feel? Being so awesome. It's tough because, uh, you know, there's a lot of high expectations for other people, you know, and they don't really, they just don't get it. You, know? uh, you could resolve to get worse. I could. <laughs> <laughs> this year I'm going to start running people over. <laughs> See, I, I resolve to show up to work late at least 50%. I'm going to take up a bad habit. I'm going to start smoking. There you go. <laughs> and then the next year I'm going to quit. Then, then I'm going to give up flossing. <laughs> I've actually started flossing. I, I, you know, actually, I've, uh, I was a really good flosser, but since uh, moving to Kenya, my flossing habits have dropped off. I still do it, but not every day. My dentist actually apparently went a whole year without brushing with toothpaste mm. and only floss and mm. brushed with just a, a toothbrush, mm. and he said like his teeth are just as good. Mm. And his point was flossing is as much or more important than, than brushing itself. And his other point was that. Toothpaste is an unnecessary expense. Yes. <laughs> Take that, Crest. Happy, happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> the truth has been exposed. Any resolutions for you? No, but I'm going to try and think of some on the spot. Uh, 
Okay, New Year's 2011. What do I want to happen in 2011? I resolve, let's see. Well, I'm going to finish out my tour of duty in Kenya. Okay. And, oh, I got a promotion, did I tell you that? Oh, congratulations. Thanks, thanks. What are you um, now? I don't know. It doesn't. It, I'm in charge of people. All right. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. Did you get a pay raise? No. Oh, this, okay. is, this is non-profit work, my friend. There's well, no, you know. Um, it's it's more, more responsibility, less pay. Yeah. Woo! You know, you, it's funny you hear people complain about that a lot, right? Well, yeah. you, there's, all, there's like three ways to complain. One is nothing happened. Yeah. Two is I got paid more, but I don't get a better title. Everybody just thinks I'm the same person. Uh-huh. Three is I have to do more and I have more responsibility but I don't get paid. Yeah. I would say the middle complaint <clears throat> there is the weakest. The, the, I'm getting paid more, but no, right. no change. Like right. it's like, dude, you're getting paid more. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I guess sometimes people want career advancement. Though, right? That's true. Yeah, it might not be what you wanted, but it's still, you know, it's what a you bonus. Need. Yeah, yeah, because you can't always get what you want. <laughs> Woo! So you got some people under you. I got some doing you know, your bidding. Well, you know, uh, apparently that that's the weird thing though, because we went from a flat organization. To a tiered organization. Oh yeah, I think you. I don't, off air, you might have mentioned to me that you thought there was a little, little disorganization. Yeah. And yeah. it would have been better if there was a little more structure. Like, structure. Yeah. I think it's it's hard to find that gentle balance where it's not straight up and down, whereas at the same time completely flat, everybody's yeah. sort of like flailing. Yeah. So I think I mean like I think in terms of the organization and how it works, it's great that we're we're getting some structure out of a flat thing. The the real question is. How do people react to that? It's like here's someone who's uh, who's you know suddenly on a managerial level above me, right? You know, like, right. And and it wasn't that way before. I didn't report to this guy before. Now you're telling me I have to report to this guy. Like, right, right. That's like ooh, now who anybody, is this clown? anybody who comes in new, it's not a problem. Right, exactly. But all the people yeah. who were there. Yeah. I, I hope, and also also I'm not sure if it is, but if it's people who have been there longer than you have. Yeah. I think it's more of an issue. Yeah. No, but but luckily our organization has had such a high rate of turnover that, that yeah. there aren't many well, people that, who have been there that too is long. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, my resolutions, last minute resolutions here. Um, okay. Finish out tour of duty in Kenya. Right, right. Decide whether or not to uh, continue on there for a little while. Travel. In and around um, Africa, or just around the world? Around the world, I think. Ooh. I think like that's the the route home from Kenya. What is not a straight line? What continent have you not been on? Australia, Australia, Australia. And, and Antarctica. Antarctica. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. I can actually boast the same thing. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I was not trying to top you. I just realized that I think I also have been all to all those continents. You didn't top me. You tied me. I, t- <laughs> I didn't mean to me too me. <laughs> or me no, too you. No, that's, that's neat to know. But I, mean, so, I think you've been to a wider variety of countries for longer, so I'll give mm-hmm. you that. Where in South America did you go? I've been to... Um, Argentina and Chile. Oh, cool. And even then, it's like I would kind of like hesitate on saying that because I really just went to Patagonia and Tierra del Fuego. Okay. So it's like, you know, I didn't really go to the upper part where... I mean, I think there's almost two or three different parts of South America which are completely mm-hmm. separate, right? Mm-hmm. There's sort of the European part in the south, kind of, and then there's sort of the more, what would you call it, native sort of um, indigenous sort, sort the of... Indian nations have more have higher indigenous populations i guess you would say yeah 
Just more like Latin, I guess you could say. Really? Hmm. I don't know. You know, I've had this discussion. My my girlfriend is Latin, and I've had this discussion Uh-oh. of what makes think I'm in trouble. Latin. Think I'm gonna get in well, trouble. Well, like no, I I I've already gotten in trouble in this room. Uh, but the the question was like, okay, are you know, are you Latino? Okay, so the the easy answer was well, Latinos are all the people in the Americas who you know like basically are from uh, Spanish or Portuguese colonies, right? Right. Okay. And and then uh, and just... then I was like, well, okay, so is it? But is it just? And this was in a conversation with uh, a a Mexican American guy and right. Ecuadorian American. Okay. And it was like, okay, is it? Uh, so like, what about people who are like? Of pure Spanish descent, right? Like, are they are they Latino? And and they're sort of like, well, there was some. This is coming from them. There was some like hesitation, like, well, they might not consider themselves. And I was like, well, so if you just if it's just a matter of considering, then it's not necessarily. Well, I mean, like, a title is just a title, right? I mean, that's right. the same thing with citizenship. It's like, are you American? It's like, well, I have an American passport, but I was born in like you know somewhere else, and I just moved here two years ago, uh-huh. and I barely speak. English, but I I, I got the citizenship test, so it's like, I guess I'm American because that's what my citizenship says. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you'll see them flying their own flags. They're still very proud about their old countries, mm-hmm. you know. Though when the World Cup comes on, they'll root for you know Ecuador yeah. or Paraguay or whatever country they're from. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. So I mean, I it's not to say that you have to be one thing or the other. It's just that I think generally when you say I think when you think Latin, at least for me, I just think basically like Mexico and down. <laughs> Ooh. And I mean that's that's kind of a big category, and it's probably completely you know like nuanced. I mean, there's so many nuances I'm just glossing over. Yeah, yeah. We might want to edit this one out so we don't get hate mail. Hate mail can be sent to regularsearchfortruth at gmail.com. But uh, I mean, when I went down there, I, and you know, that's the kind of the cool thing about traveling is you learn so many things. There's always when you go someplace, there's what you learned in elementary school or even you know mm-hmm. on the internet mm-hmm. and growing up as an adult. But it's like when you go there, you realize that there's so many different. When I went down to um, um, Argentina and uh, Chile, I realized that it wasn't as, quote, Latin as I thought it was. You know, there's a lot of Italian influence, a lot of Swiss influence, right. German influence. Like, the houses, in fact, looked like they were Swiss chalets. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I think, because it was so cold down there, and it was, like, settled by those people. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I think I was expecting more, you know, just... Mariachi bands, mariachi bands, burritos, beans and rice, you know, like, yeah, 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 kind of stuff, you know, whereas, like, that's obviously, even if you go to Mexico, that's not what it's like, but it's just, that's just sort of like, that's so, what television has taught us. Well, there you go, and I was expecting more of that, but, I, and I think, I think in, in Brazil and Argentina, as you go further up towards the center of the continent, you'll get a little more of that, mm. but it seemed like, even just the complexion of the people there was very fair, they mm. looked very European. Yeah, well, though, that's not like, I mean, you, I actually took a class uh, in undergrad when I was still sort of figuring out what my major would be. It was like an anthropology class, and, uh, and <clears throat> one of the things we focused on was uh, like race uh, in Latin America and the concept of race, and in the different countries, there were really different like national policies right. that were adopted, like, uh, like Paraguay, where I lived for several years, is like very pro mixing and mestizo and Argentina had a much more like extermination policy toward Native Americans like like the US basically like uh, 
you know, get you know, pushing them out. And oh, okay. You mean like the Native Americans? Native stuff. Americans. Okay, yeah. put them on like plantations and like take their or not plantations. Sorry, that was horrible. Reservations. Reservations. Oh God. <laughs> This is this is full of wrong. You know, oh. New Year's resolution. Try not to offend as many people. Oh, I thought you were gonna say more wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh oh. You're oh there we go. Uh boop. Anyway. So another resolution or are you uh, done with the resolutions? Resolutions. Give me I will try and come up with some over the course of this conversation. But on the topic of New Year's, should we talk New Year's parties? Sure. Uh what makes a good New Year's party? Um, I don't know. I think just what makes a good party in general, you know? Booze. 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 I mean, good, sometimes good times somehow, like, they have to be infused into that mix, though, right? Yeah. Like, I think you just need people who like each other mm -hmm. and want to talk a lot and have a good time, I guess. All right. But, what about, uh, what about, like, uh, in terms of the geography of the party setting? Oh. What do you think makes a good, uh, a good party? I think it's fun if there's people you don't know there. Even if, like, you don't talk to them. Mm -hmm. There's, like, sort of this... Okay, okay, yeah, actually... So, I mean, this is maybe going back more to college and sort of, like, that sort of era of, mm -hmm. like, people that age. But I think the, the excitement about a party was that there would be people, though you may not talk to them, you could possibly talk to or meet. You know? Mm -hmm. Especially when you were dating, whatever. It's like, oh, I might meet a girl or a guy or whatever it happens to be, right? Yeah. But sort of there's this excitement of, like, who will be there? What's going to happen? Mm -hmm. Right? Whereas, like, if you have a if you have a party with, like, 20 people that you know and you know them all, mm -hmm. it's like, what's going to happen? Oh, well, like, you know, Tom and Jill are going to go talk over here. And then, uh -huh. like, so-and-so is going to be cooking in the kitchen. So-and-so is going to sit on the couch. So-and-so is going to be annoyed at this person or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know the entire dynamic. You can kind of guess it. Uh -huh. But if you go to a bar or sort of, like, this new party or it's a party of, like, a person you're kind of close with, mm -hmm. something, there's there's an element of a surprise or, like, a, yeah. a, a, you know... The unknown. The unknown. It's like, what could happen? Who's going to do what? Who's going to say this? How can I throw my, you know, thoughts into this, you mm -hmm. know, conversation or whatever? Mm -hmm. And that's sort of, to me, I guess it can be, a party can be really exciting or fun when that happens. Mm -hmm. When you, I mean, maybe you don't even have to meet somebody, but something exciting happens. Somebody burns a couch. Somebody, you This know, has come up before in previous regular search for truth. Has it? Yeah. I'm just really into couch burning, right. I guess. Sajin is a moonlights as a couch burner. If you invite me to a party, you don't really know me very well, and you have a bunch of spare furniture around. Watch out. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like if you go to a party where a couch is burned. Mm -hmm. Come on, it's, that's got to be a good party, right? Yeah. yeah. Or if like somebody jumps in the pool with their clothes on, that's exciting. <laughs> Woo! Right? I mean, like, wow! Oh, this guy. Uh, even better yet, if he throw, jumps off the roof. In any movie yeah. where like there's a party and it's out of control, yeah. there's always the one guy who jumps off the roof into a pool. That's true. Right? I mean, that's how you know when the party's out of control. Yeah. It's like a signal. Yeah. It's like, whoa. It's a trope. As <laughs> a a trope. Word. Wow. That's a That's good a word, word. right? Yeah. All right. All right. Good. I don't actually know what it means, but I'm going to assume it means like... Uh, signifier or something. It's kind, of gonna... it's kind of cliche. Okay. But it's not, I mean, cliche is almost like, oh, it's overused. Uh -huh. But it's sort of like this, the concept. Okay. The concept of a, a crazy party is couch burning and pool jumping off of from roof. All right. Roof jumping off of into pool. All right. You need to be in a warmer place. <laughs> no, no, that, that, will make, that makes it even crazier. Oh. If it's... See, but I think at, in all those scenes in the movies, though, there's always people crowded around the pool. Yes, But yes. they wouldn't be there if it was cold out. 
They would be inside. Fair enough. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm not talking about like uh, like New England during winter cold, I guess. Mm-hmm. But maybe yeah, like maybe 50s or 60s. Okay. At, at least, like, at right, at lowest. All right. All right. You gonna have a New Year's party? We are. You're yeah. invited. All right. Thank you. Uh, what what's the <laughs> I was gonna say what's the theme of your New Year's party? Oh, it's gonna be celebration and rebirth. Oh, okay, good, good. And black and white. Are you having any planned activities, or is it just a bunch of people hanging out? And uh, yeah, actually, no planned activities. Okay. But if you come, maybe there'll be music. <laughs> <laughs> we could do uh, we could do 2010 trivia. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to uh, you'll have to commit pretty soon before we get this stuff we, going. We just lost another like all of our listeners under the age of twenty eight. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I think like that's an old person thing. Oh, trivia. Yeah, yeah. Maybe twenty eight is too old. Maybe we lost everybody under twenty four. I think we lost everybody like the the day we went, you went to Kenya. That might be. <laughs> those those Skype podcasts didn't quite. Uh, no, no, not, no. Uh, I think the Skype podcasts are okay. They're just like, you know, there was a little bit of break, I think. Yeah, and then, like, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe the Skype podcasts are good. I haven't heard anybody say anything about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> the email stream has slowly slowed to a trickle and then died out. Well, Send us some hate mail, people. Steve's definitely not listening anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, that guy's a turd anyway. We tier, didn't want him. And his this is a tier years. one or tier two podcast only. Yeah, that's true. This is exclusive. Actually, this is an exclusive podcast. Let's see. Uh, 2010 in review. Well, I mean, this is kind of like maybe we can. Uh, my topic was going to be a news item that was in 2010. Oh, okay. Let's hear. Uh, WikiLeaks. Oh, that's a big 2010 one right there. Have you any thoughts on the WikiLeaks? I mean, because it, there's so many ins and outs. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, it's espionage, truth. This is a complicated case. Whether or not he was justified, whether he's being—I mean, right now he's currently in jail, I lots think, or something like that. Lots of outs. Or at least he's in parole, like house arrest. Is that related? Is the things that they found and showed to the world worth what he did? Does it justify his cause? Mm-hmm. What would justify it? Thoughts. Okay, I think <clears throat> here are my thoughts. Here we go. I like WikiLeaks. I think that, uh, especially if it uncovers, you know, uh, bad things that governments are doing and keeping secret. But do they have to be? Because so far, I haven't heard really anything worthy necessarily of what he did. Like, I mean, I don't think anything illegal happened. Like, well, I mean, no, I mean, there were things about the war, about you know, like civilian deaths and stuff like that that were covered up and and that sort of thing. That I I guess you're right. I guess I was thinking in the late, the very latest, the cables that they oh, okay. that they released. I guess there were a couple things yeah. about like the the documents and the footage. Yeah. Yeah, there was the footage of that. Um, I think it was like a Cherokee or some sort of Comanche helicopter, Apache helicopter. Mm-hmm. That was like that gunned down some journalists or whatever, and it showed like the full 45 minute, you know, um, time frame of that happening. And I think you're right, that was bad. Mm-hmm. But I think the, I guess what I was thinking about most recently was like they really did an onslaught of information that was just like these cables that were sent between embassies and sort of like yeah. top secret like information. But it wasn't really like blowing the lid off anything. It was sort of like, no. oh, by the way, Silvio Silvio Berlusconi, the prime minister of Italy, likes to have parties. <laughs> uh, 
I think, I mean... And I made parties with, like, people jumping into pools. Oh, those kind of Berlusconi. I bet he's, like... I, I remember actually seeing a headline where he said something like, oh, I've never been to a wild party or anything like that. But I, he, he just looks like the kind of guy... He looks like the Italian Jack Nicholson. I mean, he's got it from our American point of view great name for <laughs> Silvio Berlusconi it's like yeah. yeah yeah you've set some couches on fire come on <laughs> um but I, I guess overall in in review WikiLeaks I think as long as they don't release things that put people in physical danger then I'm for it I'm I'm for transparency mm. in government um, and I'm against cover-ups. But you don't think that governments should have, or are allowed to have some secrets? I think, yeah, of course governments should have, you know, some secrets. The, I don't know, you you need to, I don't know, you're researching some... But it seemed like some of this stuff was like that, right? I mean, it was just like, well, I think one of them were really petty. was like sort of the, uh, the personal habits of Muammar Gaddafi. Right, and he apparently had some sort of nanny or nurse or something like that that was like a little more than a nanny nurse. You know, it was like not really necessary to like uh, tell people about. At the same time, it's like why is the United States government researching this? But right. at the same time, right. it's like you also want to know, on the third hand, you kind of want to know, well, you want to know that this guy has a penchant for these kind of things. You want to know what his psychological mindset what is, What exactly I guess. was he doing? I think he has some sort of like live-in nurse. Uh-huh. Who does a little more than living in? She has sex with him. Well, I don't know about that. Uh-huh. But she's like, it's like, I don't think she's from Libya. I think she's like Estonian or something like that. Like it just, it doesn't seem like you need an Estonian nurse. Luchenka. And I might be getting the the nation wrong. I apologize <laughs> for the facts, but I just uh, none just, of these are actual facts. <clears throat> These are misinterpretations of a weekend. I mean, or, like, just taking, taking like, Silvio Berlusconi. It's, like, the nature of his, like, elaborate and lush parties, you know? Yeah. It's, like, do we really need to know that? Well, I guess you kind of need to know that if you want to, like, woo him over to, like, you know, do some stuff. But Well, I think, I guess, I guess sort of boiling it down, I think that, uh, that that information being out there, it doesn't mean that we all have to go read it all. But it means that if someone wants to do the research but and it, put together a story, it's there. Doesn't it dilute WikiLeaks' purpose if he if he, they do that? Shouldn't they really be releasing like damning and like really useful information? Like, look, the government of the United States did this, which is completely wrong. They shouldn't do this. Yeah, but I think that um, I think that this that maybe not is not is wow that maybe is not. Uh, WikiLeaks's purpose, the way the guy sees it, I think he sees it more as just like an absolute transparency. This this flow, like ideally for him, that's what it is. I think there, of course, should be somebody who you know is exposing those bad things. But the odds of those bad things happening, if everything is transparent, is much less. I don't know. It seems like he's diluting his cause. I mean, there's probably so many things that he could expose. The United States has done. I mean, we talked about it on the last podcast. We have this organization. We have several organizations that do all sorts of, like, you know, shady and, like, mm-hmm. underworld things. You know, and it's like like this. I mean, the, the Afghanistan war and the Iraq war, just that, that footage of, like, that helicopter taking out a, a reporter. Like, that is the kind of stuff that, like, speaks volumes. Whereas, like, 20 cables about, like, what 
like type of wine this prime minister likes to drink or what this secretary of state did in terms of like the way she decorated or like they were spying on people it's like that's the kind of stuff you want to know like key stuff that, that you want you, you want outrage don't you it seems like if he doesn't know that if he doesn't want that then he's completely missed the point he's just he's just no, like no, annoying. I, think, I think that uh that it's not that you want outrage in exposing these things i think you want to prevent them and i think that's sort of but you can't outrage you can't expose them without outrage i mean you can't oh, get no, them no, to no, stop without outrage of course but but i think <clears throat> what are if if you were a i don't know government operative and you knew that your odds of covering up this thing that maybe would make your life easier or something like that, but was highly morally questionable and, and possibly illegal, uh, uh, basically I think it's it's sort of like oversight. But that goes back to the question of should our governments allowed to do these things? I mean, is that no? Of course not. Right? They're not. I mean, maybe we're talking about different things. I mean, are they allowed to, like, keep tabs on what other prime ministers and other heads of state do? Oh, well, I mean, that's what people are doing. I don't know. I don't know. That That's a question that needs to be decided, right? But but this brings that issue into the forefront. It just seems like uh, he should be focusing on the most important and most damning and egregious transgressions. Well, I think when, when there are those... They do focus on them, right? Like, and, and so does that mean that because we saw so little of it in the last release that there isn't much left? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, like I think that those people that do do the WikiLeaks, like him and his, I don't know, team of three or, or whatever, they they screen the stuff, uh, so to make sure that like it doesn't give away, I don't know, positions of yeah. troops or something like that. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of for it, but at the same time, I don't think he's going about it the right way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it seems like he should be really focusing on stuff that like was very wrong or very serious. Well, that's what traditional reporters try and do, right? But they don't do that anymore. I mean, that's just sort of like, it's, I mean, that's not the way the world works anymore. Information is so hidden away that you need somebody to sort of leak it out. It seems like, right? I well, mean, but the, isn't that what WikiLeaks does? It puts all the but they're not they're out not there. they're not filtering. I mean, reporters usually filter, and that's part right. of that's why people are so angry with the quote mainstream media because it's like they're filtering or telling a narrative, right? Whereas this guy's just telling the facts. Yeah. But if you overwhelm people, with, on the other hand, if you overwhelm people with the facts, then it's like it just gets lost in the well, noise. Well, but I think it's better to have the facts there, so people can then start filtering the facts and put together a story. You know, if of course you're gonna to want to have some filter after WikiLeaks sifting through, but that that will develop. You know, you want to have you want to have somebody put together the big story, like you're saying, to expose something. You know, if there's something to be exposed, but uh, but what will help that happen is having all those facts just pouring out. I think I think I mean, it's in, you, in terms right. of transparency, yeah. it's it's very good. I think the guy himself possibly questionable. I'm not sure if the uh, the sex charges were trumped up or if they're real. If they're real, he should go, you know, do his time or whatever. And that's a pretty interesting uh, development, though. Isn't yeah, it? it's it like is. of course you're gonna like. Oh, all of a sudden he is now accused of this crime. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah. wag the dog. Yeah. But uh, but at the same time, maybe he did do those things. He seems like kind of a strange fellow, <laughs> and uh, and so he should pay the price for that. Yeah. If so, yeah. I don't know. 
There you go. That's WikiLeaks for you, people. <laughs> Check it out. I guess there are all these mirror sites up. Well, that's they the, took down WikiLeaks. You know, it's sort of the next development in this in this sort of thing. It's like the internet has become this war zone now. It seems yeah. like you know, it's like really, it's becoming sort of the, the news. Now, you, when you read it, is like sort of the future headlines that you would think would have thought about ten years ago. It's like, you know, Judgment Day almost, where the battles are done on the internet. You know, mm. like there's there's now there's literally cyber attacks, right? Like yeah. literally, people are attacking different websites on behalf of other websites. Yeah. It's becoming sort of this cyber warfare place. Yeah. You know, we're doing all these denial of service attacks on Mastercard or like Amazon, although those are so large that it's difficult to take them down. Yeah. But like people are really getting involved and like using their hacking skill, which is like, is this 1983? Like, are we? I, what's going on? Like, who? What really bad science fiction book am I reading or or watching? You know, what movie am I watching? Did you read 1984? No, I meant like Tron or. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know when that came out, but. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, I guess we'll call it there then. Uh, this has been the regular search for truth. I hope you found some. <laughs> Write in with hate mail or suggestions or questions at a regular search for truth at gmail.com. <laughs>